Once upon a time, the species of man remembered they were royal, divine creations of God. Then one day, in the garden, Satan offered man an illusion of God's truth in the form of an apple. Fruit bore from a tree of false life, false light, and false knowledge coming from a false kingdom that he could only trick man into believing was the truth. Knowing that he could not take our free will choice from us, he was forced to create a matrix powered by our life force and driven by our emotionally unstable choices that would become the sole disconnect from our memories, our truth, and the one true God. The result of his action and man's choices left them as voluntary hostages to a hell they never knew they signed up for. So join us in the last hour as we help you walk yourself back out of the hell you were tricked into claiming as home and return to the kingdom of heaven. dancing every single time we when we have the screen off we're just like <laughs> got the air guitar out playing the it gets imaginary us fired drums. up every time <laughs> so yeah. welcome yeah we <laughs> we're in the same clothes <laughs> because we Shocker. didn't go anywhere <laughs> we just had to get this one out before something else day. tries to stop the rest of your self-recognition that's going to happen through this oh snap all right, so I'm going to get right into it. Yeah, this is part two. Part two of the demon talk. We had to split that up because we could have been talking hours on the subject. So we yeah. just want to keep it organized so you guys aren't just, I mean, you're I mean, still listening to hours of it, but at least it's organized in the different episodes. So you're not just <laughs> conundrum. <laughs> this episode's four hours. Like, fuck. <laughs> How am I supposed to listen? Oh, it's only an hour and a half. Okay, cool. I can do this. But four hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. The first one, demons will want you to save them. They will always think something or someone outside themselves will be their saving grace. Jesus is coming. No, I'm just kidding. No, I mean, Christ is already here. Yeah, but he ain't coming on a flying horse. And he's not coming out of the sky. (laughs) If he does, it's Project Bluebeam. But seriously, this whole, like, we were talking about this yesterday. Everybody think someone else is supposed to be there to do the things for them like you need to do things for yourself i already touched on this one so i'm not going to go any further the, into that because i talked about that one i was going to fa- like what's the purpose of having someone else save you if you're here if your soul is here to learn something your soul's here to save itself like, to heal its own wounds like just that alone should tell you okay obviously no one's coming to save me nobody knows what here's why it's not even possible no one is in your body she said she wasn't going to talk about it no, yeah, no one, no one is in your body <laughs> and no one is making the choices that you are making so therefore no one can even know what god is saying to you or where he's leading you or what signs and things he's showing you or what lessons he needs for you so how could someone outside of your body save you from yourself when only you are getting all of this data to analyze and use to pass your tests like because they think that's your study material and you're disregarding it as oh this is just this is just life you guys are doing the same shit day in and day out over and over and over again you have written a book that is the most boring book that ever existed chapter one 
never happened, never stopped. It's just chapter one. Yeah, it just was <laughs> the same thing. It's like it's like you went into your bedroom and you wrote a book about being in your bedroom your entire life. The same thing happened every single day. Go ahead, listen How to the many same chapters song. of that are you gonna listen to before you're like, this is the most boring shit I've ever heard? And you put it down. Your life is a book that you're writing. Or a song. Go listen to the same song over and over again, day in and day out for decades. But there has to be some kind of forward progression. You can't, they've got you stuck in the matrix of get up in the morning. And look, before we go any further, here's something that I talk about all the time when it comes to your negative momentum as soon as you get out of bed. So you don't even like the fact that you have to go to that job, yet you do it. You would rather give away your value of self, your self-worth, your self-love, and your, the quality of your life just to appease the masses and follow the curriculum of society. You just had to do that. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> when you get up in the morning, you're already starting off in a negative momentum, meaning that you are attracting hell to you from the moment your eyes even open the moment that your consciousness even goes to go to awake state you're already like oh i don't want to do this how do i know that because you have an alarm set you don't wake up naturally ready to go do it excited about it you have to have an alarm set and then when that alarm goes off you hit that snooze button and you hit it over and over (laughs) and over again until it doesn't work and then you wake up an hour late for work and you're running around the house going fuck 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 trying to get ready and traffic happens fuck 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 (laughs) yeah you leave the house already in this negative state that you have created for yourself and then you're going down the road and say you run out of gas or you get a flat tire you get in an accident or you get a phone call that something has happened that leaves you distraught Anything and everything that could possibly go wrong that day is going to go wrong. By the end of the day, you are totally exhausted. Like, oh my God, this day could never end. But that was because you started the negative momentum. And that's what they've got you guys trained and programmed to do is to continuously have that negative momentum, which keeps you in stress and frustration, which keeps your body overloaded with cortisol, which is poisoning you and causing you to age and and die. That's your own fault. So... Let it, you let it happen. I don't know where I was going with that, but it's, it's, we were talking about saving somebody and it's like getting in the same repetitive pattern. Oh, yeah. We it. were talking about repeating the same thing over and over. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you guys have been doing there. Ha- like I said, there has to be forward progression when there is growth, when you have had revelation and you have implemented what you have remembered that's in your cells, then new things happen. You're no longer in a loop of a pattern. You're now going forward. You're in a straight line. You're in the center, like we were talking about, and nothing but newness can happen on this that is, path. This is something that I actually you just reminded me of something that Joe Dispenza talks about, and it's like the constant past loops, right? If you wake up every single day doing the same thing, you're going to trigger things inside your body and your mind to emit the same frequencies that keep giving you the same predictable outcomes could be the same you might leave the you might quit a job but if you go back to something because it's money based and because you it's a skill set you have you're going to experience the same things because you chose to stay on that same path what you need to do in order to experience new growth and and beyond who you are right now you have to feel as if you are going to that you are already in that stage like you can't just you can't just say yep i'm in a new stage like you have to actually know inside you 
that something new is coming and embrace the change. Know that when it strikes your opportunity, you take it. And that's what people don't, that they don't do because they are scared to take that leap, to take the opportunity when it presents itself. And if you are staying in alignment and you're doing things to better progress yourself, I promise you, you will see opportunity and it's just for you to be aware enough to notice it, but you have to prepare your body first and your mind before this opportunity happens. Otherwise, when it shows up, you're not ready. You'd rather stay in the same thing you're doing because you're not mentally ready. You're not physically ready. And people say that excuse all the time. Oh, I'll, I'll do it next year when, you know, I have more money or when I do this or I, I got to go through this course and then, nothing's then I'll ever going to be like, perfect and ready for nothing. you to take the leap. You have to do it first. It's a man says, show me and I'll believe. And God says, believe and I'll show you. Exactly. You have to believe that something is, is changing for your future, for your growth, for your soul. And you have to be already mentally ready for that. Like you can't wait for something outside of you to happen and then say, okay, now I'm ready. Like then it's going to just bring you down another path where you're going to have to do the same thing over again and something outside of you is going to have to change your mind. But what if that's something never happens because you're blind to it. Most people are blind to it. They don't see it. But also having discernment to know when you are taking a risk to walk yourself into hell and when you are actually taking a leap of faith, there's a difference there. And if you don't have discernment, then you won't be able to tell the difference between the two things you're doing. You'll just be leaping. Oh, it's like we were talking about yesterday the optimistic thing without being in the present moment. Like if someone just runs out here and says, Oh, I just know, like I'm optimistic that when I walk into the middle of this, this, um, cartel that, you know, everything's going to go right, but they, all the choices that they made in the process to get them there brought them to a place of, that killed them. You know what I mean? Like that optimism only goes so far. You have to have discernment to know when you're walking into the fire to get burned and when you're walking into the fire to do something for God. And you're not getting burned when you're doing something for God. You're being healed. And protected. Yeah. But, yeah, just hitting that topic, you just got to don't do it with don't do that. Don't just go into, oh, I'm going to be fine. <laughs> Walk into a gun. That's like testing, like, that's, that's testing that. God. <laughs> that is testing God. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. Like <laughs> I'm going to run off a cliff right now. God's going to catch me on the way down. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> like That Obviously. is where you fall into delusion. <laughs> uh, they said if I jump, my wings will grow. So I'm going to jump off this bridge. <laughs> and they're going to fucking save me. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't do that. Like it's uh, just What you need to do is just. Be ready, be prepared um, to and go within yourself, knowing that change is coming and that when it happens, go. You might not, you're not ever going to be ready for it. You are learning as you go. Hold on, hold on. Another thing on the opposite side of that coin is that you can be ready for that. Yeah, if you of life are chose it all no, your if, if you're being aware of yourself and the things that you're doing and you realize that every single moment is a training, That's you're what, in the yeah. training room every yep. single moment, even as we sit here right now, we are in training. Even though we're sitting here helping you, we're still in training. You're always in training. And if you will look at everything in your reality while you're in that training room and go, what can I learn from this experience? Because it's it's obviously here for a reason and it's going to help me in my next one. When I realized that, 
that was huge for me. That made me know that every time that I was standing at the doorstep of the next chapter of my life that God put me at, that I was always prepared for that chapter because I paid attention. I did my study. I took my tests. I passed them. And now I'm ready for the next part of it. Most people don't do that. I, when I realized it was when I was learning about my, um, my diet and I was learning how to become a chef. Well, in that time, there were different things in the kitchen that I was using, different utensils, you know, the blender and all this other, the rice cooker, yeah. all this stuff that I had never used before. I'd never used all these utensils I was being taught on. And when I left that environment, um, I didn't have any of those things. And I'm like, okay, I, I just had everything that I needed. Well, weird. Now I don't have any of those things and I still have to make this work. How is that going to happen? Well, when I left that environment and I get to my first destination, they had every utensil that I needed in their kitchen. Next destination. Oh, every utensil. I have not had to go without it since I learned it. And it doesn't matter. Even when we were Airbnb, right? And we were going to it and we're like, well, it, everything will be there that we need. And what happened? Every place we went rice cooker, blender, everything that, that was part of our tools that we use for our diet was always there. We didn't have to go buy it or anything like that. We recently bought it because we liked the better one that we found other than the little cheap ones that everybody throws in their Airbnbs. We like the, the heavy duty ones because we use them every single day. So, but that my point is, is that if you pay attention, these things that you're being trained on and prepared for, they keep following you around because you're going to keep using them. And just remember and, that you're in training and every moment it's a test of self-control. That's where my favorite quote comes in. Can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. You are where you are right now because of all your past choices. You're in an excellent spot. Go look at how you got there because every decision that got you to where you're at was a split decision or it was like a, it was a divide. The moment you made it, something changed or something left your life and you got something better in return. Like, every moment like i'm here right now because of because of several moments that of decisions that i made that i could have easily did the opposite and people could have anxiety over a decision right Ma massively Hold on. that you can have anxiety over a decision and the decision that you're making the choice that you're making be two different outcomes you're having anxiety over your intuition telling you that that is the wrong path and you're having anxiety over your demons telling you that that is the wrong path, but it's going to grow you. That's, that's why it's so important to know what is communicating inside of you. Is it yourself or is it the other things going on, the other dimensions of yourself? Because again, if you don't have discernment, that's what, that's the key to all of this discernment. If you don't have that, then you're going to mistake that fear of growth for that intuition telling you that that's the bad choice. Yeah. And you're going to go towards the bad choice out of the fear of the growth. Mm -hmm. That happens every day. Because it's more, it's more common. Yeah. It's easier. All right. So you got anything else to say on that? I'm going to the next one. Nope. Okay, so demons will always take from others. They take their time, their energy. 
their focus, their ideas, anything that they can get their hands on. If you are around people and you notice that they don't have their own visions and you notice them keep taking pieces of things of other people's and putting it together to make their own thing. <laughs> I know who you're talking about when you say that. Yeah, too. I know. <laughs> and if they're listening, they know who I'm talking about too. Takes Hi. ideas and makes it their own. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> Even though it's not our ideas, it's God's ideas. Yeah, but it never writes was. It <laughs> as theirs. Oh, I, yeah. my idea. God didn't do shit. I yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have ideas. I have Yo, no bro. ideas. All I do is just let God out of me. I let God express himself through me. And then little naive little people that are full of demons go, oh, I like that. And I'm going to take that. And that happens not just in my life. It happens in everybody's life. It's happened in yours. It's happened in everyone's. You've, you've been there. You've experienced it. Those people that constantly come to you and they want your advice or they want your help or whatever it is, they don't mind um, unloading all of their baggage on you to take your time and your energy and your focus. But the moment that you go to ask them to have a little bit of their time, their energy, their focus, they don't have it. That That's in your reality too. I know it is. Um, next one. Demons will possess their vessels in ways that look like regular consumption by normal operating human being. Material possession. So like people that hoard materials, people that are um, very, what's the word? I can't think of the word I'm trying to use obsessed. right now. Obsessed. Yes, they're obsessed with the material things that they have. Buying that next car, buying that next boat, like collector's items and all these things like your soul does not care about these things at all all your soul cares about is that it is at peace and that it is not being traumatized and harmed that is all it cares about so if you're operating from your soul then that thing that you're lusting for and obsessed with is not going to be able to lure you. And that's another tactic that Satan uses to get to us. He lures us with the things that we want. So we fall prey into situations that hurt us. Out of desire. Yeah. I want that car. So I'm going to go into this situation that is not healthy for or, me because it's going to pay me the amount of money that I need to get that car that I want. Or I want to make it big and become a celebrity and be famous. So I'm going to sell my soul <laughs> by writing this contract that this producing company or this Hollywood studio owns me and they own all my shit that they give me because I work for them. And if I disobey what they say, they take all of my shit and then they blackmail me. This is shit. Like that's what people do. They literally sell their all they're doing anytime, is selling your soul. Anytime that you even that you even give a part of yourself away, you are selling your soul. Mm -hmm. So when you look at it that way, it helps you go, oh shit. I'm not selling you my soul today. I'm not giving you my time. I'm mm -hmm. not giving you my energy. I'm not giving you my things. Uh, even though I don't have things, nothing. You, you understand, like even with your food, when you go to consume these food-like substances that are not even food, they're just poison, you are voting for it to stay alive by paying for it. And what, what was the whole subject? Selling your soul. Yeah, and you sell your soul at the same time. 
It's like it just got jerked away from me. I don't want to let you talk about it, so take our memory. Go, go, go. Yeah, seriously, it happens oh, a lot. All right, so. We've all sold our soul. Yeah, in some point. way, shape, or form, we have, but not the best part about Christ is soul redemption. Ooh, <laughs> be able to come back. Yeah, like, there's not back. a pit of hell that is not able to come back from. If you really want to get out, there's not a place that you cannot redeem yourself from. It's free will. All right. Demons easily get addicted to things that are flesh pleasures and do not want to let them go. So if you see someone with a flesh addiction, including yourself, you or them have demons. It could be an addiction to bad food, an addiction to porn, an addiction to material, an addiction to shopping, an addiction to alcohol or drugs, an addiction to sex, an addiction to smoking. It Gambling, doesn't matter drinking. anything that you have an addiction to. You, said you are, yeah, you are uh, lowering your vibration and allowing them in. But that is a one way for you to identify they, that you have them or someone else. And if someone has this, it's not for you to go, well, they're just a horrible person. No, they're battling their demons. We're all battling our demons. When you, when I cut someone off out of my life, it's not because they have demons. I love everyone regardless. I I don't judge them. But when they are blindly and unconsciously consuming my life force just like their oppressors fractalized making them to be, I have to step away and draw the line on allowing that to happen. And then when I see that these people have rose up their consciousness and made more, you know, high vibe decisions that they are aware that they are affecting and imprinting everything in the universe with those choices. At that point, I will have no problem with opening my arms to them again, but I have to see that work first. It's like what they, what these demons do is they they feed off of your your dopamine they like in height they like heighten it so like whenever you get they they've created this world right the world that the matrix was designed so that you would be addicted to it so that your demons can come out and play while you're high on dopamine right this is why we're all drugged up they're using our what our body naturally produces as a weapon and a portal for demons to come through so every time you are drinking, every time you are gambling, every time you have meaningless sex with somebody because it's all the things that you, everybody's doing it. That's just you allowing a portal to come through, uh, to have a demon come through and take over so that next time this opportunity to get this dopamine arises, it's that it's hard to say no because one, you've done it so much, so you've already programmed your it's mind. It's an addiction. Two, it, the, the demon comes through, and it's giving you that voice, like, "Oh, just one more time. Uh, next week, I'll, I'll stop doing this." Like, oh, they, they yeah. throw and you these know thoughts that. into your mind just so that they can get that shot of fucking dopamine too. Because when you feel it, they feel it. I've been. I know, like everyone who hears <laughs> this at some point in their life has made that statement, including us. I'll oh, do yeah. it. I'll do it later. Not right this second. Cause I'm enjoying my lower self right now, but you know, I'll eventually get fed up with my bullshit and I'll make the choice. Yep. Me, I'm hard headed. So 
the things that I had to fight with my demons, it was just going back into those spaces. And you're the same way as me going back and then realizing how it impacts other people or impacts myself and, and then going, okay, I'm not doing that. And it's, it's not when you're battling this, you're not going to get it the first try. It's not just going to go away immediately. Yeah. It's something that keeps repeating itself and presenting itself back to you over and over and over again until you have healed it. As we sit here today, yes, as we sit here today, we're not coming to you as perfect beings that do not have tests and do not have our own demons that we have to give exorcisms to on a daily basis. We do daily exorcism in this house. We do not give them the power. Do they come up and try and tempt us all the time? Absolutely. It's not something that is not going to happen. But Until the more, on Earth is restored. yeah, the more that you, yeah, seriously, the more that you are presented with this and you continue to tell it no, the less ability it has to circle back and come into your life because it knows you're serious. When you finally say enough is enough and you make that choice and you use your own willpower, it knows you're serious and is, is like, okay, well, I can't feed off of them anymore. So I have to go find another place to feed. You are no longer food. Therefore, it cannot affect you. I still have things that I battle that come up every once in a while. And so do you. And then we go into it. I'll tell you one of mine was cannabis. And and even back in uh, a huge one for me, because I told you guys uh, at the beginning of this, some of the things that I had battled. So I say these things so that you know that you're not alone in your battles. Like I was heavily into drugs. Methamphetamine was the thing that I did a lot. Methamphetamine, cocaine, crank, um, uh, Klodipin, Xanax, alcohol. I was even robbing the beer she trucks. She makes me look like an angel. Yeah. I was even <laughs> robbing the beer trucks in the middle of the day and then getting shit-faced, just drinking cases of beer with uh, – fifths of Jack Daniels and anything and everything I could get inside of my body to escape the reality that I was in. All of these things brought up all these demons of lust and sexual desire and all this stuff. So I went heavily into porn, heavily into swinging, heavily into um, cheating on my husband, like all these things. Those were huge for me. I thought that there was something wrong with me. I was this horrible person. Like I hated even knowing that I had done those things and my soul knew that that wasn't right and that that wasn't me. And so it was this, this battle of, am I even worthy if, or anything like that? And so even to this day, some of those things will creep back up in my head and try and bring me down. But the thing is, is now I can recognize it. Mm -hmm. Like, even if I was to give in to one of them, I could recognize it before it even, you know, took itself to that point. Yeah. Whereas before I was blindly going into those places. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know that, that any of the things we're talking about right now, this was <laughs> these things. <laughs> nope. Not even a thought in my head. <laughs> I just knew in my soul, something wasn't right. That's all yeah. I knew. Something feels off. But when I got rid of the drugs, and I stopped trying to escape and I really had to come face to face with myself and I really had to go, you know what? I can't just act however I want to. I can't just do whatever I want to. My actions affect other people and they hurt other people and they damn sure hurt inside of me. So I have to overcome this. I don't know why, who needed to hear all that. 
Somebody did. Somebody did because I just pulled. Everybody did. <laughs> because somebody is doing something of what you just said. Yeah, and, I, and it was another thing of we often get people that come to us and they think that we're like, oh, you know what I mean? They hold us up on this high pedestal like we're not man too. Like we're, we're not in the same position as everybody else. It's not that we're not in that position. It's that we've just made it further on our path than most people have. We've recognized more than most people have. That's the only difference between us and other people. It's not that we're not going through the same thing that you are every single day. It's time and effort. It's only it, yeah, and having the patience with ourselves, having the love for ourselves, having the um, consideration for ourselves, and knowing that we're worth doing it for. Like, I am worthy of having a quality life and living in heaven. I'm so much back in the day. I wouldn't have said that. I wouldn't even felt that. I wouldn't even, I would have thought I had to die to get there, but I, you literally do on your flesh, your flesh desire. Yourself. Yeah. Your flesh desire and its attachment to the world and, and hell, that part of you has to be let go of for you to actually make it to heaven. You can't hold on to two different kingdoms and expect to get anywhere. You're gonna be in between both of them holding on and going nowhere. You can't serve two different masters. You need to pick one, the world or heaven. That's the option. Yep. And if you pick heaven, be prepared to get in the battlefield, spiritual warfare, get your armor on, bring your warrior out. Don't be passive. Don't be a little pussy about it. And uh, sorry, but and I'm not sorry. I'm really not. And I'm not sorry. Because but seriously, here's the thing be, is like step up. people, including ourselves, when I was in my lower self, if someone had come to me and started, you know, telling me about God and all these things, that would have never even clicked in my head. Same. It was someone jerking a knot in my fucking ass and speaking to me as bluntly as I'm talking right now without caring about my feelings that got me to actually wake up. It jerked me to the present moment because for that in that moment, I realized that I was about to really go to hell if I didn't get my shit together, yeah. that I was literally going to die if I didn't do something. But anyway. Next. Yeah, I don't even know what, what, what's there to say. It's just you're it's a constant test. It's, <laughs> nobody's perfect, but it's the it's the willingness to keep pushing and trying every single day. And eventually it becomes muscle memory and eventually it gets easier as everything. You go to the gym long enough, eventually lifting weights is going to get easier. Yeah, it's you, you read enough books or you you. I don't know. You get good with technology. You want to get good on a computer. Like eventually it's going to be second to nothing. You don't have to think it's just going to work. That's how everything is. It's just daily exorcisms are yeah. the thing that you need to get into your head as a muscle memory. And anyone that has found heaven on earth and, you know, found the path to get there and is now lighting the way to help others get there. That doesn't mean that they're perfect. No, that just means that they have gone don't think down that any, path. There's not one perfect person in this world. There's only one thing that's perfect. One perfect, and that's God. <laughs> he's not a man. But but here's the thing. If we're going technically <laughs> correct about this, he created us in perfection. Then man got egotistical thinking they were God, manipulated us from our perfection and our nature and our Eden. Since, so hence so the, the, our, our original creation was perfect. We were perfect. 
which is that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with us now because we've been manipulated, even though in technicality, that does mean there's something wrong with us that I'm saying, don't let that be something that you dwell on. Like, man, I was, I could have been perfect. No, just walk with God and all things will be redeemed and restored. I promise. That's why we, that's why we have the intro that we have. It's because we came from heaven (laughs) and we were tricked into eating the apple of hell. (laughs) (laughs) making it seem as that that hell was heaven but it's not yeah um all right so uh, the next one demons love to unload all of their negative bullshit on you and by this i'm talking about real negativity i'm talking about low vibe draining negative energy you know what I'm talking about because you have those friends that call you up every time they create drama in their life and they're like I just got to talk to you for a second and tell you about all this bullshit that happened to me. You're vibing real high. And then all of a sudden you get this phone call for somebody complaining to you about their shit that they created. Only for them to unload all of it on you. Yeah. That is what we're talking about. They love to come in. If they see you, it's like misery loves company, right? This there's truth to that statement because if someone is miserable they and they see you happy they want to come to you and bring you down to where they are so that they can get the energy that they need to come up and feel something good to them you ever have somebody you you are vibing high and then that person you're with just like so negative the entire time and like doubts this doubts that only reminisces on the past but then has negative things to say about the past and you eventually get so low that your lowness how how low you got made them amplified and now they're all happy but you're low but you're super low like super drained super exhausted mentally physically everything and now they what they were they they like switch positions like you were all happy and a high vibe and everything was good and now you're low now they're happy and high vibe and everything's good because they got somebody else low enough to them to make them feel empowered Yes. They feel empowered. They got power. And it's not a, it's not a conscious thing they're doing. No. Therefore, they know not what they do. They really, truly do Mm. not know that they're doing it. And that's another thing, having discernment to know when you're dealing with somebody that is doing things like that and trying versus someone who's doing things like that and consciously just manipulating and doing things out of malice and spite and all that. Yeah, you can tell. You can tell the difference. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, another thing to identify if you or others have demons inside of you is, uh, do you lie? Are people lying to you in your reality? Do you cheat? Are they cheat? Are people cheating on you? Do you steal? Or are people stealing from you? Do you manipulate others? Are you being manipulated? Do you attack others or are you being attacked? Do you abuse others or are you being abused? Identify those things. Remove with discernment, what should stay and what should go. Again, if they are making conscious effort to recognize their behavior and shift it and correct it, keep, have patience. If they are not, X that out, burn that bridge, let that go. It's not for you. All right, demons feed off the negative energy so they will do anything in their power to get a rise out of you whether that is intentionally making you upset or someone in your environment causing you to get angry and do things you would not do in a calm and peaceful state. So this is something you're going through whenever you're having a test, right? Like yesterday, 
when we were recording this episode. Oh, yeah. And everything just went to shit. The technology, the power grid, um, the Wi-Fi, even after the power came back on, absolutely would refuse to work. Um, and we were sitting here and I was laughing. I was like, it's funny to me. Like, I would have failed this test a long time ago. I would have got yeah. all up in my emotions and just been like, ah, about all it of it. it still would be affecting us right yeah. now. Yeah. But instead, I was just like, what they don't realize is how much patience they've taught me to have. <laughs> so the storm will settle. This is backfiring in their face. <laughs> because usually people are just they can they can see the all the bullshit going around and then they they let it get to them because Every, they want something done right then and there. They want it done right when they want it to get done. And when it doesn't get done, when they want to get done, they get impatient, they get angry, they get emotional. And they throw off their vibration, which fucks up the rest of the day. And they fucks up the next day, potentially, depending on how strong the vibration is. It's just, and that's when they can come in and get like a feeding frenzy and take over. That's all they do. It's the, it's little things that we want to ha be in control of that they manipulate. And the moment it goes wrong, along with the rest of the day that somebody goes through with their, their shitty life, with the shitty friends and whatnot, it's like, I saw a picture on Instagram today. It was a person... Uh, it was the heart, those little heart and brain little cartoons you see on Instagram. And it was the heart carrying all this load of like the past and people's opinions. And then it comes up, it's walking on a curb and it just gets to this step and it just has one minor <laughs> obstacle, one little obstacle. And the heart just breaks down crying. And the brain's like, I think you're overthinking this. <laughs> like, like that's what it is. It's like we carry all this stuff from us in our life. And then they, what they do is they try to turn something off that you think just should automatically work because you just, because it's normal like that. Like Wi-Fi, everyone takes Wi-Fi for granted. Turn off the Wi-Fi around the world, see what and happens. See what happens to your emotions. Everyone will go ape shit. You know um, what I mean? Take away your comforts and see what happens. Like all it, the it, details. It gets fun when you start to recognize the the little. Inconveniences. inconveniences yeah. yeah and you start to see it for what it is is it annoying like yeah, yeah it's but, annoying but yeah but can you do anything about it no all you can do is let it go yeah. that's the only way to get out of it let it go yeah. laugh about it and let it go the i only... remember when i was a kid i'd be like anytime somebody get upset i'd be like just laugh why because why would you do anything else <laughs> like what is anything else gonna do all you have control over is your emotions how you respond is what you that's the only thing you can control is how you respond to to whatever's in front of you and so that's if you choose that's to be pissed test. off and angry and, and upset that's you making a wrong decision a low vibe decision that's where demons come in and fucking and take over but if you choose to recognize that if you go into that hell-based decision that it's only going to bring you more hell you will act differently, you will choose differently, and you will actually experience differently. Yes, it's an inconvenience at the moment. That's what they're trying to get, and that's what the Matrix is. The Matrix was designed to give you convenience so that when they take it away, you freak the fuck out. But if you can recognize that it's not going to happen to you and you won't let it happen, everything will go back to normal. Yes, yeah, it just you let it's it go, obviously it you just have to be patient. Yeah. You just have to be patient with it. Don't expect the, the time. Don't put expectations. It will on last it. as long as you hold it hostage to allow it to last. In your mind, not a second. Longer. One thought can go rampant. It'll fucking paint you so many illusions. It's like it's retarded. It's like this, for instance. Like when I told you my computer was being held. Well, not even my computer. It's someone. Someone sent me a computer a few years ago, and it was literally six, 60 feet from the place I was staying at, and the person that I was staying with that was holding the computer hostage in this mailbox for 
it's mm. absurd crazy yeah you're fucking crazy reason like i sat there stressing this and i'm like why is this person doing this to me like it didn't even make any sense to me that this was happening because like she had the key and i could walk there and get it myself and it took three days to walk from 60 feet to get this done and i finally was just like i'm leaving no 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 i said fine i'll let it go i finally i laid down in the bed and i remember I just started crying, not because of a computer. I didn't care about the computer, just for the treatment that I was going through and about the fact that I wasn't going to hold myself there anymore. And I wasn't going to give it any power any longer over me. And I let it go. And as I'm laying there in the bed, I let it go. I felt the, this, it was like a white light. It washed over me. And within 10 minutes, I heard, like pull up outside the door and I'm like, what is that? And I jump up and I look and it's the male guy. And he comes to the door and this person I was staying with wasn't at home. And he's like, here's your computer. And I just started crying again. I was like, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> so much easy to just let it go. And it just shows up in my lab. <laughs> yeah. So as I'm, I'm like, awesome. I get my computer. He's asking for the key. I'm like, dude, I don't have the key. Like this has nothing to do with me. You just had my package. That's all it was. And he goes to turn around to leave. And the person who owned the place starts cussing him out, asking him why he's well, giving me up. my computer. She showed up yeah. She that. comes to, sh she's showing up asking why he is giving me my computer. And he's like, it's been in the box for days. And she's like, I know it's been there for days. There's a reason for it. As when I heard that shit, I walked right back to my room. I packed all my shit in this bag. I grabbed that computer and unpacked it, threw it in my book bag. And I walked out the fucking door and I did not look back. I had nowhere to go. I had no money. I had nothing but faith in God that I was worth more than that bullshit. And I was not sitting in it. And that's what God's waiting on you to do, to be, to know that you're worth more than the bullshit you keep accepting, tolerating, and experiencing every day and walk out regardless of what you know is there or what is not there. You have to have that faith. If you don't, you're not going to come out of it in he, anything other than suffering. He's waiting for you to get so fed up with yourself and you allowing this shit to happen to you so that he can bless you. Because what yeah. if you hold on to it, he can't do anything. It's like I, it's I, you give it all the, you give it like a nice visual. It's like you are in a room of doors and opportunities and you want to enter into this new door and this opportunity. But the problem is you're, you're holding chained. on. You're chained to the other so you door. Gotta, <laughs> you, your hand is on the other knob. And the problem is it doesn't go two ways. It's, it's only <laughs> one way. So while you're trying to push the one door open to get to a new spot, your hands on the you're other still one, holding on to something. You're, you're a stalemate. So what's the logical thing to do? Let go of the other knob and go that way. <laughs> Get, yeah, just, you finally have to let it go. So that's that, what he's waiting that for. That moment when I finally was like, I am worth more than to tolerate this. I had a revelation in that moment because I, as I walked out, I was like, wait a minute, there's one consistent that I've had in my life. That is, I have, I will walk out of a situation ever since my, my, uh, ex-husband and I split up and I had had enough of dealing with bullshit that I didn't have to deal with. And I took my power back. I refused to ever allow someone to have my power after that moment. And so when, when I, when that relationship ended and I went on my own, I was like, I will live under a bridge 
before I ever give my power away or let someone abuse me in this world. Ever. I will find a ditch and fucking cuddle up in it. And that was the attitude that I had then. And it's the attitude I have now. Even when he and I first got together, you should have seen the first time that I did that in front of him. He was all like, what are you doing? What are you doing? We don't have anywhere to go. I'm, I don't fucking care. I'll leave you here. <laughs> yeah. I was in Arkansas. I remember that. <laughs> like, I'm leaving. I'm like, Oliver, what? <laughs> Where are we going to go? I don't, I don't think we had our. We, we had nothing no, at the time other no, than a futon no, in the back. Ha- no, we didn't have that yet. Yeah, we did. We did? Yeah. Because we stayed in a, we lived in the, our truck. And it, the reason was, is that if someone ever pulled was that it? shit. Yeah. Yeah, we I did. I thought it was after. No, 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 no. No, we got the futon in Vegas. Oh, no, yeah, because anyway, Arkansas was the end of the year. Yeah, yeah so yeah. anyway, when when that day happened, it was just, I <laughs> I was not going to stay in the situation because I have walked away from so many things and been delivered from them over and over again. And at that time when we were on that journey, that was God taking you down the same pathways that he had taken me to show you the same things and help you yeah, regain was, your power. If I would, if I so would, you were still in that space of, Trying to please other people. Yeah, trying to not cause any scene. And I'm the one that's like, fuck your scene. (laughs) So, yeah. And so I grab my stuff and he's looking at me like, you should have, oh my God, the face you had. It was so funny. And I was so confused because I was like, I don't want to disappoint anybody in this situation. But at the same time, if I'm looking at myself right now, how I am right now, going back then, I would have easily just, yeah, we're fucking out of here. Yeah. Like, I would have told <laughs> off that person, like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Sorry, like, you don't treat anybody like that, and especially her, like, you don't do that. And I would have just left right then and there, left him speechless. He even tried to sway me because I, le- I left yeah. on good terms. And he was like, yeah, dude, you got to, like, leave her. And, like, <laughs> you got to come work with me and, like, we'll do all this stuff. I'm like... Nah, I just don't uh, feel like that's the right thing to do. Yeah, here. he was like, trying to lure him hard, trying to lure him with weed and all yeah, kind of stuff. And I'm sitting in the car just dude, waiting. This and I'm guy, like, I am not getting out of this, this car. Person, I'm not going back in this house. He tried to have a conversation with us, everything. At that point, I'm telling you guys this, when you recognize that someone, you, yeah, when you recu- recognize someone is handling you, manipulating you, abusing you, yep. doing anything to you in a way that is harming your soul, get the fuck out. Do yeah. not sit there and... And take it don't let it sit. i'm Do telling you from experience not. from my experience i wish i wouldn't have done that i would have just i, should, I wish i just left and made it easier because that was making it harder internally for me because i'm a good person and i like i don't like to disappoint anybody but now i'm at a point where i don't care whose feelings are hurt i gotta and do it's, what's best it's for myself even- and my my vibe my energy and what we have here like that's the most important thing and and the thing is is that it's not that you don't care whose feelings you're hurt it's that you don't care that someone allows them to hurt their own feelings by you just being you yeah they had no right to nobody should be talked to or 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 screamed at the way that we were and the way that she was oh it tried to scream at me i i will mirror that back (laughs) it was just stupidity like even though he tried to I buy you guys breakfast or I was doing this stuff for you. Like they do. It was, it was a con. It was, I'm not going to say names. It yeah. was a Arizona moment. <laughs> you almost did. Somebody told me to my face, I was living there in Arizona and they told me after living with them for a couple months that, cause I, I started going down a different path of what I wanted to do with like Forex and different investments and, and whatnot. And they wanted to go down a credit route and this person, because I wasn't going with what they wanted, um, it came to my face and, we're just all butthurt about everything and went 
got emotional, yelled, and then said, Ryan, I can manipulate you whenever I want to. I just haven't yet. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, peace. <laughs> like, I left a couple of days later because I didn't, I didn't have a spot to go at the moment. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. But so, had you known what you know now, you would have left immediately right then, whether you had a spot or not. You would have just left knowing, well, something's going to work out. God's yeah. going to come through for me. Because here's the thing is he wants you to respect and honor the vessel he gave you. Yeah, absolutely. And the ways you do that is to not let it be abused. Yep. Not, not even in the name of love, guys. Not even in the name of love. Yeah. You are not supposed to be abused. Like some of the most toxic one, actually, because it's like complete manipulation of your heart. Yeah. That's even worse. Yeah. I'd rather somebody tell me straight up that they don't like me and I'm trying to manipulate you but versus, <laughs> oh, I love you. And then they and try then, to fuck me over by like <laughs> being nice about master. it. Like, yeah. what's worse? Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I know it's worse. That prolonging bullshit because that part will make the good part of you will be like, okay, I'll stay. <laughs> All right. No, they sound, they feel good. They sound yeah. good. Like, it's like being in a relationship and they're like, well, I promise I'm going to change my ways. And every two weeks, they're back to the same bullshit. You know how many times I I've listen been to in that? that relationship? Yeah. You, Fuck that. So many times. And I would, my stupid ass would fall for it every time. I got cheated on. I got cheated on four times by the same girl. And I yeah. thought she was going to change every time. Manipulate the fuck out of me. I thought it was me. Psych. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It was totally me for sticking around too long. That was yeah. my fault. <laughs> that was <Yeah>. me. <laughs> totally. Oh shit. But that's just funny. I know all of us have had our own such like stories. If you guys have stories, I would love to hear some of them. Yeah, we're Put going the to be, seriously, we're going to be bringing on like, cause we've had some students come to us since we started the podcast and be like, I want to share a new testimony. But like, every time I like just yesterday, someone came every time I go to share it, there's just so much things that I need to talk about. And I just don't feel like I can write it. Can you guys like interview me? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that's coming one day. <laughs> like we could talk about just this one subject with, an infinite amount of people. What Mil problems have you gone through? Millions of people. Everyone Boom. has it. <laughs> like that's something we're going to be doing is opening it up so that you guys can, you you can express the things you're going through and gain clarity on those things. Right now, all we're doing is setting the foundation for what it is that you know God is bringing through us to this realm, and then from there, it's we're going in. Yeah, <laughs> we're going get, to work. We're going to start doing the things that we know and somebody's going to come on. I have this issue and we're going to be like, well, stop that. Stop this. Yeah, it's going to be easy. You Try gonna, that. It's not going to be easy for you, but we can't for, it's going to be easy. Us. And people are going to be coming in and listening like, oh, damn, did he really just say that? Like <laughs> she needed to hear that or he needed <laughs> to hear that. But damn, he said that. Like, Dude. Of course, who else is going to say it? Like, this Go is to your where therapist. I, even your therapist even, won't tell you and, and and enter with caution because I get very passionate when it comes to this and I don't play with demons. So if you have demons inside of you, I will go in on them and you. Mm, yeah, <laughs> there are therapists out there that will prolong telling you the truth of what you need to hear because they need you coming back for money. Yep. Same thing with the doctor. Like they won't tell you. They'll tell you in riddles and you have to go back home and be like, what the fuck? Like. There, the because the ob, the object or objective, I can't even say it. Objective. the objective of of a therapist is to get you to realize the things for yourself, right? They want you to say it, and I get that. That makes sense. But I also we can also cut the bullshit and get right to 
you tell us what's wrong. I don't need to sit here and make ask you questions to get you to realize it. I can tell yeah, you. Yeah, because it. I'm gonna sit here. If you don't know the details of reality, then I could ask you a million questions about why it's going on and what is going on and, and all that. And you're never bush. going to get to the truth because you don't know all the other working pieces involved in it. Like in Lucifer, he's got a therapist. And for five, six, almost six seasons, he still doesn't know how therapy works. <laughs> he, she asks him questions and he's always assuming the wrong thing. And he goes out and does the fucking wrong thing. And then realizes throughout the show, oh, that's what I was supposed to do. Because the show always ties to and what his conversation is, isn't there. Most therapy comes with you being tied to pharmacy. And it also, um, oh, what was I going to say about that? Therapy to pharmacy. It's tied to drugs and and masking the problem. Mm. Yeah, masking they, some other bullshit. Yeah, they just they're just trying to. It's like you go to take a pill for something because you need instant gratification. You need it that that thing to happen right now to ease this the symptoms you're going through instead of actually fixing the problem. Therapy is the same way. They are helping you to mask and escape what's actually happening while you think that you're actually addressing it. And then giving you medication that is pulling you away from self-awareness and you don't even have a clue of where you are. All right. So we're going to move on. Yep. Next page. Uh, next page. The ne yeah. Next one. Demons love to be happy living their low vibrational lives. Oh, it's the last page. Yeah. So what I mean by that, if you go, I've said this before on the podcast, if you go to the top of the world, you're actually going to the bottom of heaven. So when people make it to the top, they think they've made it, but they haven't made it anywhere, really. You have made nowhere with substance. They farthed, so, they farthed themselves. Farthed yeah, themselves. so they love, to, they, they love to flaunt, you know, all these things that make it look like they're su successful because it's luring and it's enticing to the person that doesn't know what they're actually looking at. They just see, oh, this person has a great life. They spend a lot of money. They got all this. They and got that, shiny stuff. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, sh attention deficit. Ooh, shiny. It gets all of you. Got me. Mm, <laughs> oh, what's that? Shiny? <laughs> Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> so my name is Doug. Anyway, they will put on a show in front of you. It, it'll look like they're happy. You'll see these people that have uh, multi-million dollar corporations and they put on a show that they have the great marriage and happy family life, but behind the scenes, they their marriage sucks. They don't really like each other. Um, it's like Will Smith and Jada Smith. Or it, just all these different things that they put on this show to try and make it look like they're happy. And And a lot of them think that they're happy. They don't even know that there is these things that they're not recognizing about themselves and that they're not fixing. They're not understanding the trauma they're imprinting. So that's just another characteristic. Another one is they will seek mates by their flesh, how fleshly attractive they are. Go out to the bar, get drunk, go see, go on Tinder, go on Bumble. You only go to the people that look good. Then you don't know anything about them, but they look hey, good. they look good. We'd what about all those demons you just ejaculated into? <laughs> oh, God. You know, every time you have sex, you exchange DNA. So you actually can well, fuck yourself stupid. See, yes, and DNA <laughs> is data. Yeah. If you understand that, DNA is data. So if if someone ejaculates inside of you, sorry, we're not sorry, then they're giving you their data. What's in the data, right? That is your choices, your feelings, 
your emotions, your everything that you've ever done, felt, said, all of it is the data. And it's inside there. All your demons, all of it. It's literally coming into you. <laughs> I was like, that's a moment. <laughs> the pun. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love this, this roadcaster. <laughs> you need to add some more things on there. I know, but these ones are just... So, Some of them are great. <laughs> so yeah, you'll notice it in yourself. If you say you're in a relationship and someone walks by and your eyes are easily magnetized into someone else that has nothing to do with the relationship that you're in. One, some of you are not even in relationships with the people that you're supposed to be with. And then two, your flesh eyes Selfish. Are, are what are driving you. But that is also coming from the demon. So Another one, demons will never appreciate what they have and will never truly commit to their own self, much less anyone else. This is where you see lack of gratitude. That is part of the demon. Like uh -huh. a demon doesn't have to have gratitude. Like what are they grateful for? They don't, they don't. They wake up miserable. They go to bed miserable. <laughs> Nothing's happy. Everything's just down. Debbie Downers. All right, so here's a here's a big one. Here's a big one. They like to hide within the world's activists, humanitarian projects, love and light communities. Yeah, screw those communities. They will help you. They will help inspire you to go out and change the world and neglect your own self because if you are so busy trying to be the external world savior, hear me guys, they can easily drive a wedge between you and you Ooh. while keeping you under a low vibrational spell. This is what they do. And I'm going to break this down for you when it comes to Hollywood. Every one of these celebrities is supposed to have a look facade that they put on. Philanthropy, giving back to the community, doing all these things. They know. Charities, fundraisers. Yes, they know that if these they put on this facade because if you are this image to the public of this charitable, amazing person, then you if your no demons evil. and your evil deeds get put to truth outside of you, no one's going to believe it except people with eyes and ears. This person did that? No. There's no, no way. No they way. they give too much. They help this place. They do that. He's no, always it's with his kids. All... He loves his family. Like, always donating he's always traveling like no he wouldn't do that they wouldn't eat kids no yeah seriously <laughs> seriously <laughs> this is the what they do that's children. why it's so hard for some of you even after you see the proof and you know it's real you still look at these certain people and celebrities and still promote them and laugh at them and, and watch their movies and do all this thing do you like think actors just act on screen they act no. in real life they're permanent actors once an actor, they stay an actor. They get paid to be an actor at somebody else on film, and then they get paid to be somebody else in real life. They, They're not themselves. Their whole reality is based upon an illusion of their professional but facade creators. That's <laughs> what they do. Personality mimic, uh, mimics. They know how to do all of it. That's why they get paid. And they sold their soul, too. So they get trained how to do it. 
Yeah. Another characteristic to know if you have demons is, uh, do you hint around the bush instead of speaking your truth? Do you tell people what they want to hear instead of the, what they need to hear? Uh, are these people doing that to you? Are you even a friend if you do look, that? Look, if I go and I tell somebody that I'm dealing with something and they come back to me and they enable it, like, it's very rare that I even talk to somebody about these things. But if I was to just say I went out and said, hey, this is what I'm going through. And they came back to me with an enabling answer, telling me what I want to hear. First off, I don't want to hear bullshit. So they started off on the wrong foot and I see right through it. And I already know where they stand when it comes to me and their value of me. Cause if someone values me, they're going to, regardless of how I feel, they're going to give it to me straight. They're going to cut right through the bullshit and tell me what I need to hear. Mm -hmm. So are your people in your life doing that for you? Or are they just, yeah. Beating around the bush and running you in circles and I not being to, true with you. I need to take a break from your family. Get some new friends. Maybe go solo for a little bit. Do your own thing. Yeah. Best thing. I, I did that shit. Best I did thing the ever. same thing. When you go solo and take care of yourself. Got no other responsibility except your own. It's a whole different world. You and learn a lot very fast. Yeah, you do. You know who's real and who's not. And especially, and one thing I love about the way that God works and, and how he when he's about to bless you, like tremendously bless you, he will make sure that you identify what's real and of his kingdom and what is not in your reality. He will have you go out and get rid of your pride and ask for help and, you know, talk to all these people and see where their heart really is. So that when he gives you what he's planned for you, you know which ones to spend that time, energy, and resource with and which ones not to. Facts. So demons will have no discipline, no structure, no consideration for other people, no awareness of self or their surroundings, and they run from the opportunity to grow or communicate transparently. So if you're trying to have a conversation with somebody in your reality and every time you try to have that conversation and be transparent and speak from your heart and all of that, and they just completely dismiss you and everything that you're saying, that is their demon that does not want to communicate, does not want to find resolve, does not want your vibration to rise from growth. Um, same thing with discipline. Look at yourself. Do you have discipline? Can you make your bed every day? Can you have... Can you wash your dishes behind yourself? These The small things in your reality are what add up to be the big things in your reality. So if you don't have big events happening in your life, it's because you're not tackling the little things that actually equate up to that event happening. You have to handle those things first. Mm -hmm. Do you have structure? Do you have no structure? That's a key red flag right there. What about the people around you? Are they in chaos? Do they have order or structure? Heaven is order, hell is chaos. Do they have consideration? Do you have consideration? And in our house, we have to, we live up to the consideration standard of God, to the discipline standard of God, to the order standard of God, to the efficiency standard of God, to the self-love, self-worth, self, -love, self, -worth, self uh, everything. Self-awareness, all the standards, we live up to those standards. So we don't get to be inconsiderate. And when we do, we call each other out. Yep. There's no room for it because it creates 
draining of other life forces and it creates trauma on other souls. So we don't allow these kinds of behaviors that the world participates with every single day because we know what it will bring into our home. We know that it will take us out of heaven and we are not willing to take that risk. We don't like to suffer. We don't like to be in hell. We know how to not have it in our reality. So we know what we need to do. And that's it. Yeah. So basically the moral of the story here when it comes to the demonic embodiment is that your crown, your crown, your, your mind, your, your, uh, your halo that we haven't even discussed yet. Yeah. We will in later episode, but all of that is flipped upside down. When you go towards God, you're getting flipped right side up. So be prepared and when you purge. ask for that. Yeah. There's a purge for that. Yep. Not for fun, but it's worth it. Yeah. Instead of your head submerged in hell, now your feet just going to be walking on the bottom of it. Yeah. <laughs> be walking on the, on the ashes. You see everybody else is suffering. They won't be able to see you, though. Really? <laughs> you won't be there. <laughs> All right. So anyway, that was our second episode for the demonic embodiment. And when we come back on our next episode, we'll be talking about the angelic embodiment. Whoop, whoop. That's a good one, because now you guys get to see the real power. Yeah. Heck yeah. All right. Later, guys. Bye.